And you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D Murph. You a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. Here we go again, world. Here we go again. I had to bring this brother back. I told y'all. Well, from the flagrant two, I told y'all. Brother out here, family man, content creator, music lover. But we're going to talk sports. And he has his own sports podcast as well. A good brother in his podcast community out there representing uh, ATL. They go against. The Astros in Houston I told them there's no uh, beef It's all love They're going to their first pennant since 99 But anyway World, help me welcome 12 Kyle To Why Not Sports <laughs> What up, what up, what up, what up What's good, D-Murph? What's cracking? I love it, man So we up past At least me I was up past my bedtime Tweeting you Or responding mm-hmm. back to your tweet Fact. That you put out As far as the World Series, man The Atlanta Braves versus the Houston Astros World Series, man. You know the Astros in four, but it's all love. Uh, uh, I said Astros <laughs> in six. I said Astros okay. in six. Okay, okay, cool, cool. As long as you represent or rooting, I won't say represent, rooting for the home team. But um, no, man. But well, actually, actually, I'm not. I'm not because uh, I'm not a Braves fan. I live in okay. Atlanta. Been living in Atlanta now 24 years, but I'm not a Braves. I've like I've. What I'd like to see them win. I mean, I don't. I guess the best way I can. I, I don't root against the Braves, but I don't. Root for, I'm a Yankees fan. So, um, uh, in fact, this past baseball season, when the Yankees came to, to Atlanta, I went to the game full, fully decked in my New York fitted and my yeah, Yankees uh, Derek Jeter joint, and um, and we won. Of course, uh, we kicked we kicked their tails. Uh, so I was happy about that. But I mean, what was interesting was like 50 percent of the crowd was Yankees fans, and so. Um, I don't root against the Braves. I'm not, I'm not anti-Braves, but the Braves, they they have a history that I think. Well, I don't want to say the Braves. Their fans, okay, their fans are a piece. Some of their fans are a piece of work. Um, and I mean, I can get into it if you want, but if not, you know, go, go ahead. Uh, That's okay, your one sports. Brief, you talk about give you a brief the good, okay? So the bad, the ugly. So go ahead, okay. Ugly Braves fans, some Braves fans, very very spoiled. Like I said, I've been here twenty four years. Uh, in that time frame, we've seen the Braves win many pennants, right? But I remember distinctly. This was um, I, I can't remember what year it was, but I, I remember Barry Bonds was playing at the time, and they were the Braves are playing against the Giants in the play in the divisional round, and I remember fans distinctly saying, "Well." No, we're not going to go to the game. We'll just wait to the World Series. I'm like, huh? Like, you get a chance to see Barry Bonds. Regardless of what you think about him, arguably, I mean, for me, he's the greatest baseball player I've ever seen, right? And I remember going to the game. I'm not just going as, because I wanted to see the Braves. I just wanted to see a game. And it was, and the tickets were free. And I was sitting like right behind home plate, maybe about 10 rows up. 
you know, and I got the tickets for free, right? And I'm like, these fans are, and if D Murph, the place probably was about 75% full for a playoff game. Wow. And because some of the fans believe, like, oh, you know, it's the d- divisional series. We don't we don't need to see that. We'll, we'll get to the World Series and we'll go to the games then. And so, like I said, some of the fans are very spoiled uh, because of the success that they've had. But the flip side of it, the Braves have had a lot of success, but they haven't won a lot of titles. Right. Um, second thing, my disdain for the Braves is they really can't call themselves the Atlanta Braves. They're really the Cobb County Braves. Um, and what I mean by that is I like the Braves it. don't they don't play in Atlanta. They play in Cobb County. And if you're familiar with Metro Atlanta, yep. um, the stadium sits actually in Cobb County in the northern suburb of Marietta. Well, what happened was the Braves were playing downtown in Atlanta at uh, Olympic Stadium, which used to be Fulton County Stadium. Uh, and then there was a referendum that nobody knew about. The Braves had it on the table that they were going to move um, from playing downtown to the northwestern suburbs. Well, Murph, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Where the stadium sat downtown, or still sits, um, was in the hood. Um, and that was the stadium that was used for the 1996 Olympics. Olympics, right? Yeah. So, again, sits in the hood, Murph. Keep that in mind. So, yes. your fans, you know, your fans, they're coming down and they're, it's, it's not the greatest of areas, but it's still your stadium. And so, when the Braves came up with this idea to move to Cobb County, uh, one of the driving forces was, and this was from their PR department, was that they wanted to be closer to their fan base. So you're moving to Northwest Atlanta into the predominantly white suburbs, and you're now in Marietta, which makes you closer to Roswell, which makes you closer to Alpharetta. These are all mostly white suburbs of Atlanta. And so I just, for me, even not as a fan, I took that as a slap in the face. face like, yeah. you know, we, we're moving out here to be closer to our fan base. What about the fans? And, and keep in mind that if you were, let's say you lived in Roswell or Alpharetta, you had to drive to the stadium. There's no, mm-hmm. there's no, you know, rapid transit that you could take that takes you directly to the stadium. Unlike the Falcons in Atlanta and the Hawks in Atlanta, you can take um, mass transit. You can take the train. You can take a bus, and it'll drop you off literally at the stadium. Well, the Braves were kind of off in the cut, but still in the middle of downtown. But there was right. no train that you could run straight to the stadium. But long story short, they wanted to move out with the white folks. And so I, even not as a fan, had a problem with that. At least the way that it was 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 broached. And so you know, like I said, I don't I don't root for the Cobb County Braves. Uh, I wish them well against the the Astros. I don't. I have no rooting interest. Um, I'll watch because I like baseball. I love playoff baseball. Period. Um, You know, it's a little hard to watch when my Yankees aren't playing. But, uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but you I know, I, I, I low key hate from the side, but um, but uh, hopefully it's a good series. Um, but you know, even this morning, D Murph, and as the time we were recording, the Braves just won last night. Yep, right before we got on, I was on social media and I'm seeing all of these people that I know. Oh, the Braves won, and, and, you know, and they're, they're making posts about the Braves, but they can't name five people on Play. the Braves team. <laughs> I mean, like. 
Yeah. You're not a fan. Now, now, maybe you're happy for the city. Okay. There you go. I cool. see what you're saying. If you're happy for the city, that's one thing. But come on, man. You're not a yeah. Braves fan. You, yeah. If you can't name five players off the Braves. To be honest, Mark, I don't even know if I can name five <laughs> players off the Braves. <laughs> Hey, and I don't watch baseball. Right, right. So, but I could name five Astros. Yeah. But the thing is, is that, like, you have these just bandwagon fans. Yeah. And it's a lot of those. You know, it, it's a lot of bandwagon fans. And I'm sure you saw it in with the Astros run, you yeah. know, all of a sudden. And and I guess maybe it's it's a it's a level of pride or whatever for the city. But I, I see a lot of people on social media this morning. I saw a lot of people on social media this morning and last night talking about the Braves. And I've never seen one tweet, one Facebook post, throughout one the Instagram whole post year. about the Braves throughout the whole year. Yeah. Now all of a sudden they're Braves fans. So yeah. you know, I, I got my beef with the Braves as an organization, <laughs> as a crew, as a collective. Um, and I'm interested to see if they win. Where you gonna have your parade at? You gonna have it downtown in Atlanta when you don't even play in Atlanta? You know, you gonna have it in Cobb. You probably should have it in Cobb County where you are, or have it in Rob. Have it in the white suburbs. You know, you know, don't don't make the the, the city taxpayers pay for something that they actually no longer have any vested interest in but that's my rant that's my rant no 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 no, no. <laughs> and, and like we said man why not sports talk about the good bad and the ugly of sports and how it impacts your everyday life uh, this is mm-hmm. why I love what we do when you talk about tax paying you want to see where your money is going Facts. so yeah if if we were paying, yeah, like you said, if we gonna pay taxes, we need to go ahead and get this parade here right. in Atlanta. Like right. Atlanta Braves <laughs> is licensed MLB Atlanta, not right. you know the suburbs. So I get that. And it's like, like the Lakers, it's like the Lakers, you know, playing in uh, Riverside County, you know, or playing in Anaheim. Yeah. You know, you're not. It's the, the LA Angeles. Lakers, right? Yeah. Staples right. Center is located in downtown Los Angeles. Los Angeles. It's not. Yep. It's not in you know. It's not in Compton. It's not in uh, right. Long Beach. <laughs> it's not in Santa Monica. Facts. <laughs> Facts. So and it's a lot of sports teams like that though. Yes. So they yes. got to fix that. I agree with that. They do have to fix that. And mm-hmm. like you said, with coming that money, yeah, they yeah Facts. they gonna have to figure something out real soon. I think they are mm-hmm. eventually, but I think after this show, definitely gonna. Get some people looking it up like, wait a minute, I didn't know that. Or why is that? You say your right. name is this, but you're actually located and playing here. So what are on the flip side? What if you are in Cobb County paying those taxes for that team, but they still say in Atlanta instead of Cobb County? Oh, and trust and believe when 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 they decided to build Truist Stadium, um, there were people there were residents of Cobb County that didn't want the stadium there um and the reason being is because their taxes went up you know so wait a minute I'm a, I gotta pay taxes on a stadium for a team that I don't even yeah I vaguely even root for you know so there weren't a lot of Braves fan, fans that were even happy about the move um and it came as a surprise so um that was the other thing. It was a huge surprise. Like it, literally, what happened, Murph, was they sent out a press release. Hey, we voted on it last night. The Braves are moving to Cobb County, and people were like, "What? Huh? What? Wow. Wait a minute. When does happen?" You know. So it was never something that was, you know, on the table for people to actually see. So it was one of those politics things. 
Mm, but guess what? We still love to talk about sports. This is what we do. Because a lot of people don't talk about this. What I tell you on your mm-hmm. show, why not sports is not just X's and O's. They're going to talk about mm-hmm. things that the average sports show will not hit on. And what we're talking about, I haven't heard no sports show talk about teams that say they, you know, it's like Atlanta Braves playing Cobb County instead of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people don't talk about that on sports shows And I've been around for years Similar to yourself In this realm of sports media And it's very rarely talked about So yeah man now, That's dope um, I know another thing that's been hot As far as topics Is the NBA 75 Greatest Yes I'm not a messy person But I will say Dwight Howard I've been a big Advocate and supporter of Dwight Howard For years mm-hmm. Even when he made his stops In Houston, LA the first time Philadelphia I, I still think what he Offers to a team When he's focused First ballot Hall of Famer Four time Four time defensive player of the year Slam dunk champ I mean if you really want to add all his accolades It shouldn't be a question why he isn't on the top 75 and some people might ask who shouldn't be on there i might answer that i might not but i know for a <laughs> fact you know he should have been on there for sure i agree i agree thousand percent um just to piggyback off what you said man it's funny you you mentioned that because we were just having this discussion slash argument in one of my group chats I'll there you go <laughs> you know, argument we, yes. we're not we're not big on stats here but i'm, I'm just re- He's he's a NBA champion, eight time yeah. All Star, yeah, five time All NBA First Team, hmm. all right. Uh, selected to the All NBA Second Team, uh, he was selected to the All NBA Third Team twice. Uh, Defensive Player of the Year three times. Um, oh, three times. He okay. was all four times All Defensive NBA. Um. First team all rookie in 2005. He was the rebounding champion five times in his career. And that was in 2000 from 2008 to 2010, 2012, 2013. Blocks leader twice. 2009 and 2010. Slam dunk champion in 2008. Um, when he was in high school, he was the prep player of the year. McDonald's All-American. First team All-American. He was Mr. Georgia Basketball coming out of high school in 2004. Now, all of that stuff builds what you just mentioned, a uh, Hall of Fame resume. He's a surefire. Regardless of whether or not you you like Dwight Howard or not, because there's a lot of people that don't like Dwight Howard. Um, I'm not a fan of him, but you got to recognize his talent. Absolutely. Um, So my thing was with the 75 was... um, People have to understand that there was already a list of the 50 greatest. And so it wasn't like they were taking the 50 that they had and were and removing people out. off. Yep. Right. So you mentioned on my podcast a guy who we both love uh in Scotty Pippen, right? And I remember when the 50 greatest list came out, there were people who were upset. I mean, pissed off. There was no social media around, so but there were right. people sports fans in general who were very upset that Scottie Pippen was on that list and Scottie Pippen deserved to be on that list right Facts. so 
when you take somebody like Scotty, you're not taking that. You're not taking him off that 50 greatest. So you have basically, if you say well, we got a seven, list of 75, in reality, you only have a list of 25 because you're only adding yeah. 25 <laughs> people more to the list, right? Now it's really 26. Right, right, 26. So my thing was, I don't understand how somebody like Dwight Howard because you, you can't take someone off. I don't understand how you can't add Dwight Howard to the 25 with that resume that he has. Unless, as you mentioned before, it's a popularity contest. Because now there are some who, if you're going to add to the list, are, in my opinion, shoe-ins. I'll name just a few. Kevin Durant. Shoe-in. LeBron James. Steph Curry. Yeah. Allen Iverson. Yeah. Um... Who else? Uh, Dominique Wilkins, who yeah, he should have been in the fifty. Probably should on the fifty, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's five right there. I don't think anybody can argue with those five. Mm-hmm. So really, D Murph, now we down to twenty. <laughs> so facts, you know. And I, let me throw in somebody who I think is the greatest power forward ever played, Tim Duncan. That's six. I don't think that I don't think you can de- debate those six. And that's just off the top of my head. Kevin right? Garnett, seven. Okay, so <laughs> you see how the so, right. so it's getting smaller and smaller. Right, 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 right. So my thing is, okay, so how do you determine who makes the list from here on out? And again, it looked to me more like a popularity contest because, and there's no knock on guys like Carmelo, guys like Damian Lillard, um, who are all worthy and are, will all be Hall of Famers someday. Absolutely. And I sent out the tweet. I said, I don't understand how T-Mac could Tracy McGrady be left off the list when he's already in the Hall of Fame and you have people people who will be on the Hall of Fame. Maybe maybe there's a, you know, 25 years from now, Murph, maybe maybe there'll be an NBA 100. And so we're adding 25 more. Maybe you put Damian Lillard on that list. Maybe you put Carmelo on that list. You know, but you don't necessarily have to put them on the list now. Um... But uh, I, I just made that tweet, and you know, cats hit me up on Twitter. Like, even some people, and I rarely respond to people who I don't <laughs> know. Like that. I almost say, don't talk to strangers. Right. But right. you know, one cat hit me up. He's like, man, you know, by that logic, you know, such and such and such. And I was like, well, I said, you have to understand, there's only a certain number of people that should be on there. I was like, you have to me, you'd have to make a case not to put Tracy McGrady on. I can come up with more reasons to put Tracy McGrady on this list as opposed to not putting him on the list. Yeah, Carmelo, Damian Lillard, guys like that, yeah, they're going to be on there. But I mean, bro, you leave off Yao Ming, who's in the Hall of Fame. Now say what you want about Yao Ming. Like me and uh, my boy, shout out to King Germ. Me and King Germ are going back and forth about Yao Ming. And I said, well, if you ever had doubts about what and who Yao Ming was, go ask Shaquille (sighs) O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal will tell you and your mama that Yao Ming was the toughest center he ever played against. Yep. And Shaq is, you know, borderline. You could probably put Shaq in the top 10. Absolutely. Of all time. time. Yes. So, you know, if he says this guy's the greatest, then I think he probably knows what he's talking about. Yao Ming's not on this list. Um, Tracy McGrady. Vince Carter. Grant Hill. uh, Murph. John Stockton's not on this list. John Stockton was on the top fifty. Was he? Okay, okay. Because yes, I was yes. gonna say I didn't see him on the I didn't see him on the twenty five. Yeah, yeah, he um, was on the top fifty. Okay, okay. I was about to say. 
yeah, um yeah. somebody else that i saw that wasn't on the list uh vince carter um even somebody like dikembe mutombo who you can make a case for uh you know do you put him over carmelo or you know i don't know but i mean like again it just looked to me like more of a popularity contest so you know and i get it, it you murphy you know how it is with content creators yeah if you yeah. if you if you say anything that you're doing a list of <laughs> it's gonna debate. get people talking come. it's gonna get it come yeah you could put your next podcast on why not sports could be Demers top 15 basketball sneakers and you're going to have people listen one and then two there's yeah, always going to be two or three people Murph man I can't believe you left Stan Smith's off the list yeah. like come on man <laughs> this is you you like and, and so your response is hey man I'm D Murph this is my list exactly if you have an issue with my list sorry if you want to make a list make your list and if yeah. you want to come on the podcast we can compare contrast and go back and forth debate whatever the case may be this ain't first take this ain't you know get up this is not up for debate yes sir. and everybody thinks the stuff is up for debate and it's really not so um i much like you murph i saw the list and i told myself i wasn't gonna be going back and forth with these dudes about the list but you send out one tweet and there's always gonna be some yeah somebody who's gonna have something to say but um i was okay with the list but again i think some of that stuff was a popularity contest um but you know again when you look at the numbers you really aren't adding a lot of people in theory i have two things to add with, with the mm -hmm. list and, and it's not me being messy this is me asking a question mm -hmm. um I do like Melo. The reason why I say I do like Melo, uh, he is, what, top 10 all-time in scoring. Mm -hmm. That right there should be a shoe-in, my personal take. Now, as much as I'm a Dame Lillard fan, I respect Anthony Davis. Now, those two mm. I just had questions about, like you said. Okay. What, what Gosh, can I forgot you about do? AD. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, AD made it. Damn. Hmm. See, even you, exactly. Those, those are the only two I really had questions about on. Over Dwight Howard. Uh, well, what? I won't say over Dwight Howard, but right, right, you right, get right. what I'm saying. Wow, right. I, bro, I forgot about AD. Damn. I know, that's why you're talking to the big homie. Why not sports? Come on, baby, I got you. Hmm. I just had those two hmm. questions. What made these two individuals knock out a Dwight Howard, Vince Carter, T-Mac, Grant Hill? Just... To name a few, yeah, I mean, like, what, right. what, what was it about them two? Like I said, I can speak for Carmelo, in my opinion, based on numbers mm -hmm. and what he's done. Right. 18 years, 17, 18 years in the league, NCAA champion with Syracuse, top 10 all-time in scoring. All right, 75, yes. cool. For my take, but but those right. two, with Anthony Davis and Dame Lillard, those are the only two that, compared to the names we just, well, at least what I just said, like mm -hmm. even Vince Carter. Vince Carter played 20 years. You, you're not going to see guys play 20 years. Anyway. And impactful. Yeah. I mean, even up until his last year was still getting buckets, still, you know, being a relevant piece to a puzzle on a team. You know, it's unfortunate he never won a title. And I think, I think people, fans, I can't say people, I think fans tend to, 
put a lot of emphasis probably a little more emphasis on rings than they probably should yeah um because yeah it's great to be a champion uh, don't get me wrong it's great to be a champion but you know as a fan of the san antonio spurs there can only be one champion every year and there are a lot of great look at it <laughs> i see the spurs logo come on that's that baby there you can see only, it baby there can only be one champion Murph, every yeah. year and i mean you came up in the 90s you saw that there were some great players that were denied championships by michael jordan <laughs> And there's some good, there's some great players that came up in the in the 2000s that were denied championships by Kobe Bryant. Yeah. And they were great, you know, in the 2010s and, and everything in the 2020s that will be denied by LeBron James and Steph Curry. It happens. It, yeah. th- that's just what it is. So I don't necessarily hold that against them. It's just that teams just couldn't get it done. But that doesn't take away from their greatness. And then, like you said, with the. Uh criteria or credentials like are they more clutch or they're this but again we looking at if you can answer and and I I want somebody to add me or they want to add you as well Uh, they can Mm -hmm. see it on the description as they listen but what did again for instance I'm going to repeat it because I really want to know Anthony Davis and Dame Lillard and I I respect those guys I I, do Dame and my point guards in my top three right now might be number yeah. one but when you look Dame at the is names, somebody that i i love watching I'll, I'll you know i'm an east coast guy in atlanta but i'll stay up if, if especially if he's cooking he's got it going i'll stay up late and watch those pacific west <laughs> pacific so there's no games. knock against him i'm very right. i can I, hey dame based on vince t-mac i just they've they're proving themselves to deserve mm-hmm. their hall of famers mm-hmm. already so that's right be a shoe in like me and my man Kyle just said or other people have stated it's not a to take away from what you do because I, I even said you arguably my number one point guard in the league today mm-hmm. I just don't and that think doesn't mean that these people are, aren't deserving because they're very deserving absolutely uh I think when 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 people hear the the compelling cases that you could make for somebody like Carmelo or I could make for somebody like Dane it's not to say that they're not deserving it's just right. like okay well if you had this list, how or why didn't this person get exactly? Picked? That's you know, I'm not even into taking anybody off the list, but how did this person not get picked? Right, that's exactly. I'm that's why I said it like that. See, that's where my my management skills come into place. I'm not saying <laughs> I just asked what made these two individuals have the nod over, you know, Vince, T Mac, Grant Hill, Yao, just kind of right, Dwight Howard. That's all. right. They're like, no damn, doubt. Merv, Kyle, y'all some smart. Yeah, I know. I ain't say you should take them out. I just ask what made them two stand out compared to dot, dot, dot. Right, right. Wordplay. Look it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, my management style has really opened up some doors to where I can't get in trouble. Well, Merv said, no, he just asked a question. Why? How? Mm-hmm why anyway <laughs> um <clears throat> it was opening week this past week mm-hmm. what are your thoughts so far man from, from what you've seen um it's early uh i think okay. fans tend to push the button uh either the but either the panic button or the praise button uh too soon 
the immaturely. Um, oh yeah, and the reason being is because it's it's very similar to, and I'll compare them the NBA to the NFL. Uh, in the NFL, in this particular season, there were you know there were only three preseason games, normally four preseason games. So, and a lot of teams and a lot of stars didn't play in the preseason. I mean, the teams played, but the stars didn't play. The starting yeah. players didn't play. And so if you're not having your starting players play, are you really getting a good look at what you have? You know, and you know, Murph, because you played college ball. I played college. I played receiver in college. Uh, you can only get better by playing. You know, you can't get better just by looking. So oh, yeah, I can look. Um, I'm the greatest. No, you got to put in that, <laughs> that work, that elbow grease. Yeah, you better put in that work. Um, <laughs> Facts. So the NBA season, I think, you know, because the stars don't play as much during the preseason. I mean, they're in shape. Don't get me wrong. I, everybody seems to be in shape. Yeah. But, you know, it takes a while to 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 get everything together and to gel. I think the first three or four weeks is just really going to kind of be a feel out process. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so at the time of this recording, you know, the Lakers have lost a couple of games. I'll use them as an example. The Lakers, you know, much has been made about the stars that they have on the team, but you know the fact that they're older um this team as constructed i think the lakers if they can make it through the season healthy they'll be fine come playoff times and i I really don't know that it matters what seed they are i don't think that they're going to be the number one seed and i honestly it doesn't matter if they are or they aren't um facts but that they're definitely built for that championship uh, five game run. series and a seven game series. <laughs> That's what they're built for. Yes, sir. And they have the pieces. If they're healthy, they have the pieces to intertwine. But that collective of guys, it's going to take time for them to gel. So you might see this team kind of floating around a little bit above 500. I always say with the NBA season, um, because the season started a little bit earlier than it normally does. It did. Uh, in, in traditional years. Um, for whatever reason, fans are definitely into it and paying attention. But realistically, you know where you are come around Christmas time. Yep. You know, if you're good, your record will show that you're good. Yep. If you're not as good, your record will show. You. At that point, you kind of are what you are. Or even right and before start, or after All Star break. Facts. Now you took the words right out of my mouth. Right after All Star break, that's when the teams who are going to make a push ultimately. You want to start playing your best basketball come March, April, because you're rolling into the playoffs. Um, if you're struggling down the stretch, you know, that could be a problem. Uh, we've seen in recently years, even after you clinch, when you start resting, I, I get the idea of resting guys, but sometimes you rest guys, you know, you kind of take some of that edge. I mean, Merv, you know, if you came to practice one day and coach said, hey, Merv, you ain't got to worry about it today, man. Just chill. You know, we, we, we're just, we, you know, you're not practicing this week. We're, because you know the opponent we're playing on Saturday isn't as strong, we probably won't need you as much. So you're only gonna play about five or six minutes. Your mentality goes from that killer instinct, killer instinct to, to you, taking yeah, it down yeah. a little bit. I need to destroy him. Let me do what I need to do the first half. Then I can sit. I'm already got right. twenty and ten. I can sit. Exactly. I still got my numbers. Right. People came, and to that's see all that me. matters. But your approach is different because Absolutely. you know that you're gonna hit a point. And then you're out the game, and so but so you're not attacking it the same way. Uh, I said all that to say this: I think the Lakers will be fine. Uh, I think people tend to, you know, jump out the building. Uh, like one of my boys, he texts me. He's a 
he's a diehard New York fan, New York Knicks fan. So, and I hate the Knicks. So, it, me going back and forth with him is perfect because we always go back and forth. I'm a Hawks fan. Gotcha. Uh, the Hawks, you know, threw the Knicks down a flight of stairs last year. Uh, so I Young. have that on him. Yeah, I have yeah. that on him, Murph. So, you and do. I constantly remind. I, I have a meme, and it's it's a picture of the New York Knicks logo, and in black writing, I, I wrote "Property of the Atlanta Hawks." Huh. Sent it to him. And so I constantly remind him that you know we own them, we own Madison Square Garden. I sent him a text uh, yesterday. I said, "I said rent's due on the first. So, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So I love trolling him. I, I I I don't really post that kind of stuff on social media because people people take stuff so you know so serious and stuff like yes. that. So it's it's all in jokes with me and one of my best friends in life. But um, but I, I think you know it's too early to push the panic button. Uh, obviously, a lot of talk uh, this year has been so far about, you know, Kyrie and what he's going to do and Ben Simmons and what he's going to do. Uh, the Kyrie situation, I think, ultimately will fix itself because it's up to Kyrie. Um, I don't know that New York is going to change their, their vaccine mandates anytime soon, uh, because if you're familiar with how things go, the numbers are probably going to go up even more once we come back inside. So, you know, if Kyrie wants to hold out hope that, you know, New York is going to lift their mandates, that's probably not going to. And if it does happen, it won't happen until sometime next year. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be incumbent upon him to, you know, make the decision to get the jab or not. Uh, I think the Nets will be fine with or without him. But I think the key person to watch is Kevin Durant. If Kevin Durant becomes pissed off at Kyrie not being there, then it becomes a problem yeah. because I think Kyrie is there on the strength of KD and they're from what I understand great friends outside of basketball mm -hmm. but if it becomes an issue for KD maybe they're not winning or maybe they just you know maybe he just needs them out there then it's a problem for the Nets and if it's a problem for the Nets then the Nets will trade um uh Ben Simmons I don't know man man <laughs> I don't know that one's tough that one's tough man because Here's the thing. Doc Rivers could have handled that question he was asked last year a whole lot better than he did. And he tried to come back this summer and said, well, no, I didn't say it like that. Well, Doc, we got to record. We, yeah, we, it's, we it's remember you got it, Doc. We got it. Yeah, it's, 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 it's documented what you said. <laughs> right. um, and Ben Simmons and Embiid have not, you know, I don't think they necessarily hate each other, but they're not, they're not cool. They, but, you they, know, they just don't it, click. Like that. Yeah, they don't click, and I'm sure you play ball with a lot of dudes that all y'all had in common was ball. And I told my daughter you know, that a week ago. I just told her that, Mom, you gonna play with people that you don't even give a damn about. I did. Mm -hmm. Like we would go, and once you once you step off the court, y'all go your separate ways. That's it. You know, quick. you don't wish them any any harm, but you know, and basketball is more intimate than a game like football where right, right. I got a hundred teammates. I know all my teammates, <laughs> but I don't keep with all my teammates right, like that. Right. I got teammates here in Atlanta that. I see them dudes at homecoming and that's it. And that's cool. You know, but we don't, you know, like when you came to Atlanta, we were trying to link man, them dudes, they they here in Atlanta, we don't hook Still up. Don't, you right, know, right, so right. but we just we just on those levels. But even in saying all of that, I think that's gonna be an interesting situation. Um Ben obviously doesn't want to be there. He can't force a trade. Philly feels like Daryl Morey and the GM, uh, Elton Brand, they don't feel like they're going to make a move unless they can get what they want. The reality is, if you trade him, you're not going to get full value. 
you know so i think ultimately they're gonna have to trade him but ultimately man ben simmons has to be better period because it doesn't matter if you trade him to memphis it doesn't matter if you trade him to san antonio it doesn't matter if you trade him to sacramento you're 610 you're an excellent defender but you don't shoot and in a lot of ways you're scared to shoot uh and let's be honest it wasn't just that game against the hawks he stunk most of the playoffs he definitely stunk in the series against the hawks you can't be a max player and score eight points five points and three points in the playoff game and you 610 at a guard spot when you can post up murph murph they spit the hawks again hawks my team i watched specifically where and you know this from basketball particularly in the playoffs the objective is to get the matchups that you like the matchups that are favorable to you so i saw the hawk i saw them swing the ball but here's the problem murph and i pointed this out to my son and i love sitting watching breaking down basketball with my sons we were watching the game and i said watch ben simmons he came across the came across half court and as soon as he crossed the timeline he passed the ball or he'd get to the three-point line and pass the ball. And he touched the ball no more in their offensive set. And I'm like, bruh, you 6'10". And at, at one point, the Hawks said, you know what? Put Trey on him. Trey Young's 6'1". Maybe 6'2". He's 6'1". Let's just say 6'1". Barbecue chicken. Barbecue chicken. <laughs> and Ben Simmons is standing over in the corner somewhere. So Trey's not playing. And Trey Young, is he, he's a below-average defender. But he's even worse if you post him up. But it was never, and and he's such an offensive threat that at no point, even if he's getting killed on the defensive end, that they're going to have to sub him out for someone who plays better defense. So, but they never went to try to post him up. They never said, "Hey, you got Trey on you, take him to the hole." Yeah. And Trey was just like, "Hey, if you get the ball on me, I'm going to foul you. And if I foul you, I'm going to put you on the line. And you shoot 55 percent from the free throw line." Mm-hmm. And he just, you could just tell, like, he just shrunk. And even in that infamous moment where he had, he finally had Trey Young posted up. And Trey Young is on his hip. He turns, pivots, gets the ball in his hand. And Trey Young is not even going to contest him. And he goes up and he passes the ball to Tobias Harris. Crunch time of game seven, where all he had to do really was just turn and dunk. Trey might have fouled him. He might not have fouled him but he was just so fearful of making a play and at some point you as a basketball player as a football player as a baseball player you have to make a play and you can't be afraid especially to make as a, a max contract afraid. player there's no hello yeah <laughs> Murph, no excuses you want the ball in your hands and the objective the last time i checked i don't i mean i don't know Murph. last time i checked the objective of basketball was to put the ball in the back in the hole hole it doesn't matter if you lay up, you dunk it, you shoot free throw. That was the objective. And so I don't know that Simmons can come back to Philly and be effective. Uh, he, you know, mentioned his mental health. And, you know, that's that's nothing to play with. Oh, absolutely. Um, but the skeptics will say, well, all of a sudden now you're not mentally prepared. So you can kind of, for lack of a better terms, hide behind mental health still be getting paid still not playing and still be distant from the team now cal i gotta so, play bad cop i gotta play go bad ahead. cop right go even you just mm-hmm. said game seven i was scared right. i wasn't myself 
Right. Kyle just told the world, I want myself in game seven, Murph. If I'm playing like Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. advocate, I wasn't myself then. Then after this offseason, I really I couldn't keep up. I need time away. Mm-hmm. That's all. Different perspective. Yeah, and he really may need time away. Uh, again, people who are skeptical will call BS. I, I'm not in that position yeah. to do that because I, I never... As a former athlete, I never question anybody's heart. I can question your talent. I don't question anybody's heart because and I, your work I ethic assume, too. yeah, and your work ethic. Because I assume if you're a professional, that you you did something to get there. right. And it, it's not in my place to to question that, having played the game. Um, but it, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. You know, obviously the Lakers, uh, the Simmons situation, and the Nets. Those have been the biggest headlines, but. Uh, just a couple of games in, Murph. Overall, man, I'm happy that the NBA is back. Um, I got it on my fire stick so I can watch. You know, I, I always watch my Hawks every night, but, you know, get a chance to watch every watch games, you know, that I normally don't watch. Um, I'm just, so I'm, glad that, I'm glad the NBA that I need to get. Say what? You got that fire stick that I need to get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's cool, man, because, it, you know, I, I get a chance to watch. You know, it's it's just like anything else. If I'm sure you like this, Murph. If nothing's on TV, if a game is on, I'm probably going to watch a game before I watch anything else. I'm not going to go to Netflix. I'm not going to go to Hulu. Yeah. I'm going to watch a game. So That's uh, more often than not, I mean, I don't care if it's the Grizzlies versus the Kings. I'm probably going to watch it. I'm probably going to watch it. Now, how long I'm a- right. It's a, not, I don't know how long I'll watch, but I'll watch well, at least sure, a few minutes absolutely. just to see. Yeah. Uh, or especially, you know, you get the text from your boys. Oh man, you need to check out Ja. Ja's cooking tonight. I'm there. <laughs> Say less. I'm there. You know. So, um, but I'm glad the NBA's back. Uh, we'll as as it progresses, we'll move a, a little bit further away from the 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 stories, and we'll be talking more about basketball. And um, and that's always a good thing. Anytime you can talk hoops, man, that, that's a good thing. But uh, you know, obviously. I would be remiss if I didn't talk about my Hawks. I'm, I'm very excited uh, for us to build on what what we started. Uh, we're yet we're still young though. That's the thing that we we have a good mix of veterans and young people, um, but the core of the team is very young. So I'm interested to see what level uh, of growth they have uh, as far as getting better. Um, you know, sky's the limit. I don't Murph. This this year, I think more so than any other years. There's no clear-cut favorite in either um, in either conference. No. I think the Bucks obviously are tough, and they're bringing everybody back. Giannis still hungry, man. He's still hungry. I love it. He's and people, you know what's funny, Murph? This offseason, people didn't talk about the fact that Milwaukee won, and this guy was on Facts. like one leg, and he gave you a fifty-piece in the finals. In, in in game was a game six mm-hmm. he gave you a 50 piece you know and it was just oh yeah well you know brooklyn was hurt and lebron them got put out and it, it was they were talking about everybody but the, and i get it you know buck small market team you know Giannis is a superstar but he's not you know american um so you know all these things little slights you know milwaukee's not you know a travel destination yep. so but they're legit and so you know that's who you're gonna have to get better than you know for my team the hawks you know, it, it was tough losing Trey and still trying to be competitive. But I mean, realistically, if we'd had all our dogs, 
we probably could have pushed them in the seventh. But I mean, Milwaukee was the better team. And if I'm looking at it realistically, Milwaukee's better. Obviously, with Harden and Kyrie and KD, Brooklyn's better. You know, but I still want to see what kind of growth and development this team has. Uh, but and so that's the beauty of seeing a young young team kind of grow up. And and I think uh, I look forward to to watching them each night. Now, just like any other team, man, because they're young. Uh, they'll have you pulling your hair out sometimes you know, and, <laughs> and they'll have games where they you know you know Murph when you got a young because San Antonio has a young team you, where oh, you'll have games young. where you're playing against teams that you should just smoke and you're in a battle with them and yeah. then the teams that probably should smoke you you beat so it's yeah. like you know that, that's the that's the thing with, with, the, with young teams man but I, overall man I'm glad the NBA's back and looking forward to seeing the game, man. Just really looking forward to watching hoops night in. I like night Atlanta out. too, though, man. Even if you wasn't a fan or you mm-hmm. know, die hard, you know what I'm saying? ATLian, like, dude, they got mm-hmm. Trey Young, John Collins, Clint Capella. They got some man, and this came yeah. uh, Cam Reddish. Like they got yeah, Cam. Cam was <laughs> hurt most of the year. Cam is, I think, guys like him. You know, you got these young Cam and De- and DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, these DeAndre young Hunter, athletic yeah. wings. And you know from from playing the game, man. Yeah, man. If you have young wings who can defend on the ball and then spread the floor with, you know, what they do, you got a shot. You got a shot. Uh, I like the Hawks. I, I They're very exciting I to saw, watch for sure. Right. I saw an interview that Trey Young had the other night. And he said, you know, the part of the game he worked on was his mid range game, and that's that's weird to hear, you know, but he saw that that's something that he needs to work on because that's a lost art you know from playing game playing playing the game it's a lost art and um but yeah i, I love watching dudes man they're young energetic uh they, you know they'll dunk on you they'll 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 make things happen and i think um you know the nation will get a chance to see them i know uh again uh christmas not christmas day yes. uh go to new york to play the knicks and i think even you know a lot was made of Trey Young versus the Knicks and the Knicks crowd, but I'm telling you, as someone who watched Trey Young play last year, how he played in the playoffs and how he played during the regular season, two different ways. But everything changed when the fans started getting on him. Mm-hmm. You know, they started, you know, fuck Trey Young. I was like, you know, spitting on him. I mean, like all of that just took his game to another level. And so my thing was, if they had been quiet. Who knows? Maybe he might not have come out the I way I tell he anybody did. that, man. When you talk about when I played, mm-hmm. and that's all I needed to ignite me. Yes. We on the road. Sure. I'm like, man, I don't even want to be here. Let me. But Murph, for 24, you suck. You. Ah, shit. <laughs> hey, and then you said a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. You woke yep. the gentle giant up. Now I got to destroy you. That's Thank it. y'all. I needed yep. that. Yeah, I needed that. I, yeah. I wasn't feeling it today, but I walked in this gym. Everybody in here is against me. Just me and my teammates. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, you just woke me up. You about to get thirty. You about to get thirty. So, Kyle, you talked about mm-hmm. you played. I want to mm-hmm. give you the opportunity as well to highlight your accomplishments in sports, football at that. But just you know, let the world know your love of sports and how that came about and, and your journey in this thing. Uh, that helped you have uh, the success that you have now. Oh man, appreciate it. Um, it was it, it started for me young. I started uh, playing 
organized football at the age of eight uh, in my hometown of Florence, South Carolina. And what was interesting was, Murph, um, <laughs> the weight limit was 60 pounds. I didn't even weigh 60 pounds. I weighed like 55. So my parents had to sign a waiver saying basically like they wouldn't sue the town if I got hurt playing football. But um, I developed a love. I could catch. I could run. I was fast. Uh, I developed a love at an early age playing football. And, you know, anybody that's listened to my podcast knows football is my first love. So uh, we've been together for a long time. And um, <laughs> Talk <laughs> about it. For- I played football, man, and it was just fun, you know, for making all stars and stuff like that in Little League. And then when I got to high school, you know, I didn't, it wasn't like I was growing a whole lot, you know, and like you, I'm not tall. (laughs) And so, you know, it was, well, can he play high school ball? You know, that was like kind of the question. Well, can he play? And I remember my coach said, son, you know, you're kind of small to be playing receiver. I was like, just throw me the ball. I'm going to get open. There's nobody out here that's going to cover me because one, I know the route that I'm running. They don't know. I said, I'm going to get open. You get it to me. I'm going to catch it. Yeah. And like my boy, uh, my boy smooth. He would always say, he said, man, you got the best hands in the league. That's not in the league. (laughs) So, right. um, High school, all, you know, all conference and everything like that. Uh, Again, small frame. I was five, seven, one sixty you know soaking wet with tims on um but i played him well enough you know in high school to earn a scholarship uh well not i didn't initially earn a scholarship i initially walked on at south carolina state university as a wide receiver i walked on and then eventually earned a scholarship congratulations um, man that's a testimony in itself brother oh yeah man It, it was a grind it was a grind because you know coming from where i came from and we came up in an era that you know it's not like now when i mean you're talking about I, I got to college in 1991 um we didn't throw the ball like that you know what i'm saying uh my school primarily at that particular time was they ran the speed option so you mm. talking about not really but the thing was was that when i chose south carolina state my high school quarterback was also going there as well and he was 63 215 he i, I guess the best person I could describe his game was like McNair, but he was a little bit better. And I mean, I'm talking Murph. He could hit you 50. He could stand flat footed, throw the ball 50 yards on a rope and hit you in your chest and knock the wind. Mm. Out. He's just that dope. And so when he decided to go to South, I mean, I, South Carolina state was already on my list, but I knew we could come, we could go there and, and do an the same things that we right did in high school. Rip, yeah. Um, And so, you know, that's one of the reasons why I chose South Carolina state. And uh, one of the best decisions I made, uh, period, in my lifetime, because uh, not only did I find out a lot about South Carolina State, but, you know, I found myself. I found my game. I found, ultimately, my wife. Um, And so my time there was great. I tell anybody uh, at South Carolina State, it was the best five and a half years of my life, because that's how long it took me to graduate. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You got it. You did it. Yeah, I got it. I got it. My degree (laughs) in marketing. got that paper. I got the paper and um, but yeah I still had that love um, obviously coming out of college you know not having not having great you know crazy stats or anything like that. I knew when it was over it was over it so was it was over, no yeah. NFL or anything like that and I was completely satisfied with what I'd done I wanted we won a championship we were uh, black college national champs in 1994 um, so I got my ring I got my diploma I got my girl um 
I did everything. I did everything that I wanted to. But that was it all started back in Florence at eight years old, just playing the game, loving the game and just being able just loving to compete. Murph, you know, that was the thing. And I think when you talk about why not sports, one of the elements is, is the lessons that you get from sports and the lesson of hard work, self-determination, uh, integrity, um, time management. All of these things you learn from sports, all these things I took from football. And these are things that I still have in my life and that are very, really, I would say pillars in my life. Um, And those are lessons that you learn, that you take with you. And nobody told you that you would, but Mm -mm. it's funny how all of this stuff that I learned at 8, 9, 10, 15, all of this stuff still applies to this day. Mm -hmm. And, um, And it was from sports. And it was from you know football in particular, but it really applies to all sports. Um, dedication. This is stuff that you, you that you put into your everyday life, your professional life. You know, um, I'm sure you've heard this before. When you're looking at jobs, and employers look at your resume. Yeah. If you played sports, a lot of places really want you because they know that you are you have a level of determination, a level of um, hard work because you did you did something outside of the norm and that was play sports and you played it Absolutely. at a high level so um they wanted people like that so um so yeah that's that's a the long answer to your question <laughs> come on man hey you want why not sports man you get to tell, tell your tell your story you know it better yeah. than me and for those yeah. first time <laughs> listeners you know what yes. i mean like yo bro that dude kyle yes. man went on as a walk-on at the hbcu to earn a scholarship mm-hmm. To where he graduated yeah. and was a champion back in man, come mm-hmm. on, Murph. We yeah. love having guests like that, Murph. How you do it? Like I told you on your platform, brother. I don't know. I just through the grace of, of Shalom mm-hmm. Yahweh. G- anyway, he he just he just continue to bless me with dope people, man, to, to bless this platform. But I will add to what you were saying how mm-hmm. these employers want us. But they can't keep us. That's another story for another day. <laughs> you want that firing. You want that person to do what they need to do. But then you want to micromanage or you get intimidated. So anyway, that's mm-hmm. that's another that's another story for yeah, another day. Yeah, but that's, Kyle, that's a whole nother, that's a whole another sermon. <laughs> Kyle, this is what we do, brother. You know that. Mm-hmm. As promised from the flagrant two, you came back on Why Not Sports, gave us some heat. I appreciate you, man. Now, this is when the world, first of all, they like, Murph, you got to bring Cal back. I already know my listeners. You looking at the mm-hmm. time now, it's almost an hour show, this show. Mm. And we didn't even talk about NFL yet. But, again, we'll right. say that for next time. <laughs> but just let the world know, brother, how they can find you and support uh, your podcast, man, your sports show as well as 12 Kyle. No doubt. Uh, the podcast is called the 12 Kyle Podcast. Uh, you can find it on all streaming platforms. It's on every single one. Uh, the new There's a new podcast that drops every Thursday at midnight. Uh, from time to time this year, I'm dropping bonus uh, episodes on Sundays at midnight. So it's important that you subscribe. Uh, topics range from everything, from talk a lot about music, uh, talk about life experiences, you know, similar to some of the things we talked about here. Uh, I talk about my experiences life growing up in a, as a child in the 80s and 90s before the internet uh, so there are a lot of comical stories in there um, of course you know dating relationships sex marriage uh, talk about all of that sports as well uh, and a cool part about my podcast is that it's not dated 
the everything is told from a perspective of where you can pick up the podcast at any given point you can listen to a podcast from last march you can listen to a podcast from you know 2019 it doesn't matter it's not dated none of the information is dated uh so you can binge however you want to do it the podcast can be found like i said on all platforms uh 12 kyle podcast on all platforms uh you can follow me on social media uh, at 12 kyle on all social media platforms and like i always tell people man uh the thing i'll say about the 12 kyle podcast modestly speaking is that if you listen to one episode you listen to another so and that's all i can ask for so yeah again man i appreciate you having me on here always dope to talk to this brother man y'all y'all keep supporting him um because uh he, he's on his way trust and believe man. i appreciate he's that. on his way he is doing what the ancestors told him to do and that's pull others with him so you can't be mad at that you, man, you gotta I appreciate celebrate. that love and support brother for real man they're like murph for sure Keep bringing that heat. Roll to five hundred. They, I yes, tell sir. people, man, when I came back from that break, they asked Murph, "Are you coming back wearing a four five? No, I'm just <laughs> I'm with twenty three. I still got twenty three, baby. Twenty three. Hey, I just took a you know break in between. But world, mm-hmm. another one in the books. Kyle held us down for another week. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at isdmurph. Find the Instagram page for Why Not Sports. Why Not Sports underscore. Also, uh, the website, www.dmurfspeaks.com. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all, another one in the books. Hey, y'all, we love y'all, too, even though, yes. you know, some of y'all be acting all stubborn and, and stuck up and, and, and messy. But, hey, God is love. So don't take mm-hmm. it personal when we continue to shine that light on y'all lives and blessing y'all with this dope content. But mm-hmm. Kyle out, big homie out. Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all week, rest of y'all day. And uh, until next time, keep grinding. Keep the faith. 5,000. Keep on running. Keep the faith.